This is Mentally Dope. Join us, Charmaine and Jasmine, two Black licensed therapists, as we build a bridge between mental health and Black culture. Come on. It's going to be dope. Welcome back, guys. Hey. It is Mentally Dope. Yet again. Mentally Dope time. It is Mentally Dope time. Is there a dance that goes with that? Mentally Dope time. Mentally Dope time. Mentally Dope time. So you know how we always. Icebox. Mentally Dope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're Welcome. back. We back are talking about friends. We're going to have a whole friendship series because friends are complicated. Friends are weird as adult people. Mm-hmm. Friends are friends. Okay. <laughs> That's just it. I just don't know. And so if also if you see us kind of like struggling through this video, it's also because we don't have this all figured out. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we're doing it in real time. Yeah. Exploring and processing what this means, what this looks like, and mm-hmm. just friends. That's like, that's like a big thing to highlight is, be, is that because we talk about the struggles within friendships and what friendships mean and like the issues that we have, but also being able to highlight highlights of the friendship dynamic can be a little difficult if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And especially there's another layer that we talk about in here. Friends are different for black people. Friends are nuanced for us in a different way that they are not for other people, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's get into it. Yeah. So today we're talking about um, kind of sort of like how friendships are presented to us from our parents. And one of the things that we like, I'm not going to say all of us, but in the black culture that we heard a lot was you don't have friends. You ain't got no friends. You have associates. Right. Stop calling, stop calling that little boy your friend. That is not your friend. You ain't got no friends. Yes. How many people, please, like raise your virtual hand in the comments if your parents said this to you. Mine actually did not say that to me. Oh, I heard this a lot. Really? Yeah, I heard this a lot. That like that, or your siblings are your friends. Oh my gosh, that's a whole nother thing. Or Maybe that should be my, another series. My, my, my mom would literally say, girl, I'm your friend. <laughs> yeah, but mom would tell me I'm not one of your little friends. So which one is it? Which one is it? You can talk to me. You can talk, go ahead and talk yes. to me, girl, but I'm not one of your little friends. Yes. So, 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 so then like, that's why we said that there is a level of confusion on how, on how this was brought confusion. up to us. And so we want to dig into just a little bit into like how this came about. You guys know me and you know what I say. Everything is blamed on slavery. Because it is. Everything goes back to slavery. It does. It's slavery. So, but wait, before you go to that, when, what is an occasion in which your parents would say that to you? Of just like, that's not your friend. Is it just mentioning? Is it just using the word friend? Or is it something else? Normally, I think it was only mentioned when, when there was issues with friends. <laughs> or it was either when it was issues with friends or when I would become a little too close. Like, which was normally like, like potentially an issue too. If I was like a little like too emotional, like, oh, well, like they're my bestie and I want to go hang out with them. Girl, st- stop on it. That's not even your real friend. Yeah. <laughs> that is so rude. Why are black people like this? That ain't your friend. That's not even your real friend. Why are you, what you grab for? She didn't even go here. <laughs> Why? Why are you doing this? Um, and yeah, but then like, you know, of course, when there was problems, like, oh, hey, well, like, you know, mom, she's making fun of me. Oh, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, they're being mean. Told you you had no friends. I told you that when you, when you went to school. <laughs> That you didn't have no friends. Such you a had black associates. Thing. Like not. Oh, let's talk about it. That's I couldn't so spell sad. associates as a kid, but I. Knew, but associate. I knew. Associate. Okay, I have an. You're not my friend. You're an associate, Tommy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Mm. We talk about, like I said, blaming this on slavery. And I feel like, and this is just me, I want you guys to chime into this discussion. I feel like that parents told us these words for protection. Let's definitely let me quote my 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 homeboy, my my homeboy fifty. Your homeboy. <laughs> my homeboy mm-hmm. fifty. Not a homeboy. Uh, friend of the pod, the friend of the friend of the YouTube. And get retro- not trying, he says, show no love. Love will get you killed. And I feel like that's almost like something that we have learned as a culture that if I love, especially like outside of the family, mm-hmm. that that's how we get hurt. That's literally how that's one of the ways that we got hurt in slavery. We could be friends, but we can't be that close. Like I can use you for survival, but both of us ain't gonna make it. Mm-hmm. So, it could, so it's gonna be me or you, and I'm gonna choose me. Yes, and what you're saying is friendship requires vulnerability. Yes. And if you are enslaved, or you, if you're an enslaved person, right, as we say, vulnerability is a bad thing because yeah. we have to survive. Yes. We cannot afford to have um, parts of us that are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because if you're out here crying and stuff, who working? Mm-hmm. Now we're going to die. Or having loyalty to somebody who may not have it back for you. Yes. Is because we also continue from slavery and, and, and now throughout like multiple generations, we have this whole idea of like, we're not always looking at each other as equals. We should be, but we were like brought up in a way that there can't be multiple of us winning because they're only going to choose one of us. Mm-hmm. Only one of us is going to make it out. Yes. And I, I think that so like they, we say a lot that we have the idea that that we have a crabs in a barrel mentality. I love that Jay Z said another quote: "Crabs were not meant to be in a barrel." If you did not put them in the barrel in the first yes, place, if we were not put in the barrel, we would all just be able to go freely and not care who's moving faster or do whatever. But now we're in a barrel trying to get out, and now I need to climb on top of you to get out. And I feel so. Like you and, like a like a Malcolm X thing right there and like a podium right there. You know, I might have. We not. didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Why were we even in the barrel in the first place? And we're going to get out by any means necessary. <laughs> well, but here did, we are. Yes. I feel like that that's something that we struggle with now is that there's like, we have a hard time being vulnerable, creating safeness and trusting each other and that. And and because that affects our ability yeah. of friendships. And I think I think that parents told us these things out of fear. But also that was their experience as well. A hundred percent. Right? That like they lived that, they understood what it was like to be as a child. They probably even watched their parents go through it and then even their own lives getting older of just like you can't trust everybody. Yes. Right? Like, I've been hurt so many times. I've been stabbed in the back. I've learned that I cannot trust nobody in 87, no matter how close they are to you. I don't put nothing past nobody. As they say, I don't put nothing past nobody. Yes. I don't put nothing past nobody means what? I cannot trust anybody, even if you look trustworthy. Yes. I will not let my guard down for you. Mm-hmm. But what does that do to us when we're trying to make friends? It creates an anxiety in us before we even have an anxiety about these things. Now that my mother or my father well, tell or whoever, us attachment specialist, what is <laughs> how does this affect our attachment? Because I mean so so now if I have my my caretakers telling me that life is not safe, these people are not safe, I'm telling you, you're gonna go over there, tell a little girl all your business and mm-hmm. she's she gonna tell everybody your business. No, I don't wanna talk to you. Even though your mama also telling your business when you tell her anyway, <laughs> we ain't gonna go there today. 
Go ahead. <laughs> Shots fired. But I think it is the feeling of that now I have a fear. Mm-hmm. Now I that have... That wasn't there before. Yes. Which is attachment. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have a little bit of, of anxious attachment here because I'm scared of being close to you, but I want to be close to you. Mm-hmm. You haven't did anything to me. Yeah. But now in my mind, but somebody I'm like, told me you're going to hurt me. Yes, you're going to hurt me. At one point, I don't know. I'm a little scared because I'm like, at some point, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. She's going to do something. And then, let's be honest, we've all dealt with it. It happens. The person that you call your friend is going to hurt you. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's a guarantee in life. And then, what does mama say? Told you. <laughs> Come on, black mama. Come on, black daddy. See, I done told you that to go up there calling everybody your friend. Yes. That's exactly what they're going to say. Yes. And Which, now we'll just they like, say that? Yeah. Thing, but. Because that's that that's the question too. The question of should we say this? I think that it's hard for Are us those to words have, valuable. Because I think that it's hard that we teach kids failure in advance. I'm setting you up for pain and failure. Mm. Because the world's not gonna coddle you, so therefore I don't need to. I don't need to coddle you. I'm gonna let you know it's gonna be crappy when you get out mm-hmm. there. We so, talked about this before. What, I don't remember what video that was. But I don't know, but watch apologies, maybe too. Black people yeah. apologies, but it's also this thing of like we need. We're still in survival mode. We need to continue protecting the things that we have because also there is a vulnerability for your parents. If your kids is out here messing around with the wrong folks and have the wrong kid or the wrong friends, that can impact the family system, right? Yeah. I have, I have friends, or I have had friends in my life who if their their kids are black, right, they're black, and their neighbors are white, they're not gonna let their black kids go play with the white neighbors, mm-hmm. unsupervised, without intervention, they're not going over there just any old time they want. It is with constraints. It yeah. has very intense boundaries because the people that you let into your home impacts the safety of the family. Yeah. A hundred percent. And not to mention that we we continue to have real life examples of when this goes terribly wrong. Like even in kids being hurt, even in in, in adults being hurt. Mm -hmm. We literally just saw a woman who was murdered by her friends. And so it's like situations like that where parents like, no, I really did tell you, Mm -hmm. you don't have any friends. (laughs) Look at what I told you. Because they wanted to keep us safe, right? That's yes. the motivation. I yes. want you to be here. I want you to see life. Mm-hmm. Therefore, don't get caught up with the wrong friends, which is important, right? What they're saying is not unimportant. But I think when that happened, which remind me of her name. Do you remember now? I can't remember. Shanquilla. Oh, yes. When Shanquilla was murdered by the people that I guess she thought were her friends, I feel like everybody resonated with it mm-hmm. because we all felt that, like, I heard my mama. And what's, what's crazy daddy. is that when I, I was, because I remember like reading through some of the comments on one of the, like one of the articles and there was so many people saying like, that's why I don't have friends. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't have friends. That's why I do this. That's why I do that. I was saying like the confirmation bias of like, I'm only looking for the reasons why my opinion is correct. And this is one of the reasons. And that's not to say that's a terrible, horrible thing that should not have happened. hundred percent. By people claiming to be somebody's friends or not. And can we completely opt out of friendship because bad things happen in friendships? Yeah, and, and, and that's, why, that's why I mean, that's going to say that it's still a struggle for us to be able to figure this out and how this looks because we do have so much evidence as to why this makes sense. You we have do. evidence as to why your parents say, I don't, I don't want you to have friends, as to why we stay within us and we don't like people mm-hmm. and, and all of these things of this nature. 
But then also on the other end, it's like, but we all still, we, we all still long for that connection. And I, and I want you guys to also answer this question for me too. Did your parents have friends? Because I'm not gonna lie, my parents had friends. Right. And I would see them, I would see them go through ups and downs with their friendships, mm-hmm. which I think like, you know, only increased them, them, right. them wanting to protect me, but I also saw them do it all over again. So you want the same connection that I want. Mm-hmm. And that it's healthy, it's normal, it's a, it's a thing that we should want. Yes. Right, we need relationships outside of our family units and like romantic things. We yes. need that, that's yes. important. But what is, there's like a dichotomy there of like, okay, you have friends, you're managing your friends, why can't I have friends? Mm-hmm. Why? Because friends get us hurt. But you got friends. Yes, because you want- I'm not old enough for friends, I gotta be a certain age to have friends. You want them the same way that I want them. It doesn't seem fair, it doesn't seem right, it doesn't make sense, we'll mm-hmm. say that. And, and then I think that also my question that I remember actually asking, asking um, my dad at one you point. Asked. I, I asked the question because because I did not understand what, how do you shift from friend to associate, because or associate to friend. Great question. Because to me, I could understand like okay, well, we don't really talk about anything seriously, but we go have drinks every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an associate. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't really know what's, where the line is. But if I get sick and you come in to see me in the hospital every week, dang, are you still an associate? Because that's some, that's some friendship stuff right, right. there. Exactly. You know. Like, so I don't really know where the line is of what's a friend and what's an associate and where the shift or the back and forth goes. Because like, I remember asking my dad at one point and he was like, I don't have friends. I have associates. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But I'm calling these men uncle. They showing up at all of my birthday parties. They, so now what? Yeah, they had my wedding. When you got sick, so the, when you got sick, these men flew all the way down from 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 other states. Are these associates? Cause I'm confused. Right. And like, what makes an associate and what makes mm-hmm. a friend? I don't know. And it, I think that like it seems trivial, but like language matters. Not because it's the language itself, but it the language that we use indicates, right? Like I cannot be safe with anybody. There's no one I can truly trust or be safe around and always that's gonna impact our attachment. Yeah. Always, right? If you don't even have a friend that you can be safe around, if you don't even have, I don't know, family, if you can you know, some people do not have safety around their parents, mm-hmm. do not have safety around their siblings, right? If you don't have these things and there's not a singular person that you can do that with, that is hard. Yeah. Right? That is an attachment issue. Mm-hmm. But that's also hard because, so then we go back to what's being taught. So if I'm teaching my child that you can't, that you can't trust anyone but us, well, what happens when you guys aren't safe either? That's one layer. I think another layer too is it goes into, like we talked about in another video, the little bit of enmeshment. Mm-hmm. Right? That like we all are one. We cannot operate outside of each other. I don't know what it's like to have other friends. I just have my parents. And you should be close with your parents, right? Like if you can do that, that is a wonderful thing yes. that you should have. And you still need more. We need a larger social system. Yeah. We need it. It's not just like something that happens. We need it. It is good for us. Yeah. Because I mean, I think that 
I mean, just like giving examples that there has to be lines and well, like you said, the enmeshment, because there's certain things that sh that can't be crossed or that should not be crossed, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. There's should you be talking about your parents and sex lives with your parents? Yeah, probably not. That's nasty. Or at least to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> a visceral That's reaction. What I, said. I mean, if right? you want to like, do that, you want to do that. Like me and my mom were close. I'd still consider her to be, to, to be the best friend I ever had. Mm -hmm. But there are certain things that... I could not. I'm like, you know, we're in two different time frames of our life. When I was exactly. 18 and I wanted to be out at 2 a.m., she was in her 40s and she was asleep. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> but the same, I need the friends. Same. <laughs> I exactly. need friends. But it's the same thing with a therapist that, like, your parents, your family have a vested interest mm -hmm. in you and doing well. And they want good things for you. And that looks the way that they want it to look. Mm -hmm. Whether it's good for you or not, they have ideals of what that looks like. Yeah. Right? You need connections with other people who have a different interest in you in that way. Yeah. Parents want you to make sure you're alive and you're healthy and you thrive. Yeah. Right? And friends, same, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. Right? They grow with you versus your parents that do that in a different way. Yeah. And help you grow. Yeah. And we need all parts of that. Yeah. But the hard part is that, like you said, that now because we have, we were raised in these ways with this level of confusion, now we're trying to figure out how to do this safely. Mm -hmm. What does this look like? And is there still a little bit of that language that, that rolls in the back of your, in the back of your mind mm -hmm. every single time that you and one of your friends has a normal disagreement or something goes wrong or whatever and you say in your mind mama told me i had no friends i had associates mm -hmm. mama, mama told me that the folks weren't, weren't your real friends mama told me <laughs> thing i didn't understand what mama told me but now yeah. i understand what she told me and i think that sometimes that creates that level of protection i could be fine me and you could be great mm -hmm. and then as soon as you do something i'm just like i knew she wasn't my real friend mm -hmm. like <laughs> like literally that feeling of like let me just like go back away mm -hmm. let me like i share too much let me just back off because right. too many vulnerabilities yeah can't i it. can't be that vulnerable with you mm -hmm. it's a hard way to live yeah and it's because like, like it creates a level of confusion of let me go into protection mode versus let me lean in and try to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And then what do we do to shift to not teach the next generation to be terrified, but also teach them how to protect themselves? I don't know. This is a question which tell us if you want more on this, because this is the thing that uh, me and Charmaine were struggling with. We were trying to make this video is like, OK, parents did a, uh, a job. <laughs> I would even say a good job. They did their best mm -hmm. in teaching us what not to do with friends, but they did not teach us what to do with friends, right? Yeah. How to do this well, instead of like, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Of it being like, friendship should look like this. This is what a good friend yeah. looks like. This is what it could look like. But I think I also want to highlight, kind of, kind of like what you said earlier, that normalizing the connection that we want and that we actually enjoy with other people. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes those situations, like, like like we were saying earlier, that we laughed about, I'd be like, told you that, 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 that they weren't your friends. But like, that could be mocking. If I have a connection to want to fall in love but then every single time i date somebody like i told you that that man wasn't nothing like now you're mocking the fact that i actually want this thing and this thing is actually something that i that i like that, that i need does that kind of make sense so like how yeah. do you how do you normalize that yeah you want friends yeah you want people to hang out with it's not fun to eat lunch by yourself mm -hmm. or to like you know not have anybody to talk to right. at recess you are like, right it's okay yeah. like instead of that normalizing these <laughs> things that like no girl i get it mm -hmm.
which I, I think we're doing a better job moving towards that. But it's it's more also like it's self-fulfilling, right? When you tell any person, don't do this, don't do that, this is what you're going to get, then it's self-fulfilling that they go up and look for the things that they don't want. 100%. Right? And then stay one step removed because they know it's not going to work out anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't really have friends, so I don't have to give them out. I don't have to show up and be in the room. I don't even have to show up and be nice. They're not really my friends. Yeah. Right? It, it's self-fulfilling because you're telling kid this is what it's going to be mm-hmm. versus saying, this is how you do this. This is normal. And, like, this is how you know people are your friends. This is how you know they're not. Yeah. And those two things are different. But we were having a hard time even thinking about, like, how do we do that? How do you teach somebody to do that? Probably because it's still a thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're still trying to, like, figure out what friends look like and what that means and all this yeah. little, whatever. Yeah. That's why I said, for me, this is, like, a thing that I still struggle with sometimes of, like, Charmaine, continue to be vulnerable. Don't, like, protect yourself and, mm-hmm. like, run away from I these situations. Which, I, yeah. I was just going to ask you, are you team no new friends? Or have you been team no, no new friends? No. I'm ever. actually... Um, oh, I definitely have. I, I mean, I, I I potentially have out of fear, but I'm actually like I don't know. It's it's my weird thing. I always want more friends. <laughs> I do, and I and I have to like find balance in that because I I tend to like over function in, in my friendships. Um, but I'm always just like hi to new people because I was like I want to get to know them and <laughs> and and, and I, like I crave the connection. You look at them like that. And, Hi. <laughs> Be my friend. <laughs> That's good. I like pizza. Do you like pizza? You want some lip chat? That's my favorite line. You want some lip chat? <laughs> uh, so no, I'm not team no new friends, but I am I don't know, it's weird. I like I want the connection, but I'm also really, really guarded. Mm-hmm. So it's like a yeah, it's like a double dutch thing. I'm trying to Yeah, exactly. Trying to figure it's out that, like, how to do that. It's that connection struggle that we all have, right? Yeah. It's our biggest fear. It's our biggest need. Yes. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was definitely. Okay. Are you team no new friends now? <sighs> Depends mm-hmm. on the day. Okay. Like, like, Makes sense. Because I feel like I wasn't. I was always the, always the person that had like a lot of friends. And I still kind of am the person that has a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. But in college, in the group of girls that I went to college with, because we had bad experiences with friends. After that, we were like, well, nah, we don't need no new friends. Mm-hmm. And we kept our circle small after that. Mm-hmm. And from that, it's kind of the same thing of just being like, nah, we, we don't need no more friends. So, like, yeah. it's too hard. It's too vulnerable. We can't add no more people to the group. We're good. Yeah. And see, I don't know what it is. I need to, like, ask my therapist about this. But, like, hmm. I get, like, super attached to people. Like, mm-hmm. I can still probably tell you everything about, like, my third grade friend. Mm-hmm. I have to remember, like, all the birthdays, like, like their parents' names, Same. like, like I remember the phone numbers of my friends. I say everything. Like so, it's like so. Like for me, I'm just like I don't understand friendships ending. It doesn't always make mm-hmm. sense to me, mm-hmm. and like and like I struggle with that sometimes. So that's also my thing too is that I do understand. For me, I hate letting people in for the friendship to end. It, mm-hmm. it, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. But isn't that the same? The self-fulfilling prophecy? This has got to have to end. We need to always be looking at the fact that this is not going to last forever. Yes. And so, so sometimes I do have that running like thought. That, yeah. I have that running thought in my head. We, we ain't going to be cool that much longer. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how. Like, like some, something will happen. I'm like, mm, this is going to come to an end soon. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Friends are complicated. It is. And but I'm better. I think I feel like you're better too as far as like friends and like being open to friendships not thinking about the end 
as it's happening. <gasps> Have you done that with me? That's what you're saying? You're thinking about when our friendship is going to end? That is so rude. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I'm right here. <laughs> but, but that is my push now is to foster, like, I, I almost turn a little stalkerish, like 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 not in a bad way, but like you can literally ask like like my best friend. I've told her, I will be outside your house like a Mariah Carey song. You're not leaving me. We're gonna talk about this, and we're gonna work through it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like not like I'm crazy, but like we will we will like work through this. Right. Instead of me just running, and it's very very uncomfortable. But for me, that is like the, the like the charming don't run. Let's talk. And if at the end of the day you're really like from out, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I'm gonna let you go. But <laughs> I mean, you don't have a choice with that. Yes, point. but it's but, gonna hurt. It's, we gonna yeah. be some type of way. And I don't want to deal with that, especially if it's something that could be prevented. Because I feel like that most times it can be. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's the same as any other kind of relationship, right? Yeah. Like friendships take work, they take intention, they take communication. It takes both people deciding they want to do it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you have those two things, why could you not have a friendship? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. And we're just processing at this point. We're just, yeah. you know, dealing yeah. with our issues. So, I don't know. We, we want you guys to, like, as always, like, comment, comment, subscribe. Like, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Do the but, thing with, with yeah. the stuff, with the buttons. But, yeah, leave some comments and let us know, like, some of your thoughts, some of your feelings, like, how this shows up in your friendships. How do you maintain friendships? Um, what are things that your parents told you as kids on, mm -hmm. how, to friend, on how to friendship? And what other friendship questions do you have? Yeah. Like, we want to keep processing this. We're we going to keep talking about friendships because I feel like there's so much to it. Yeah. As anyway. always, guys, we're trying to stay mentally dope out here. Bye, y'all.